The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. He told them, let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? I have been assigned months of misery and troubled nights have been allotted to me. I am filled with restlessness until the dawn. I shall not see happiness again. The word of the Lord, right? Unbelievable. That is such a real and raw reading. I hope that as you come to church today, this reading is not talking about your life and how you find yourself right now. I really hope so. I hope you're in a season of consolation and seeing God's love for you just so abundantly clear all around you. He's blessing you, blessing your family. And even if you do find yourself in that space or you find yourself exactly imaging, reflecting this reading from the book of Job, I want to tell you you're in the best possible place right now by coming here to Mass. You've heard me say this before, but the first reading and the Gospel are always very intentionally put together during ordinary time. And today the psalm was also very fitting. During Lent and Advent, all three readings, first reading, second reading, and the Gospel are very intentionally put together. So why do you suppose the church would give us this really dark reading from Job that really reflects some down seasons of our life, the hard seasons of our life? And then in the gospel, we would have Jesus healing people, casting out demons. How do these two things go together? Perhaps you're already picking up on it. But the whole idea is that Jesus wants to break into the darkness. Whatever heaviness we're carrying, whatever cross we find ourselves in the midst of right now, Jesus wants to come into it. 
and by casting out demons and healing the sick, he's saying, this does not have the final word. Can you think of a time in your life, hopefully at least once, when you are in this downward spiral of anxiety and depression leading to despair, hopelessness, just a really dark place, and all of a sudden God broke through, whether directly through prayer or experience of His intervention or through another person or through the circumstances of your life? Have you ever had an experience where the light just cut through the darkness and Jesus drew you out of those waters that you were starting to drown in? I hope you have. I hope you have many times. If you can't call it to mind, I would invite you in your own prayer to say, or even now in your heart to say, Holy Spirit, show me how you've saved me in the past from darkness. Show me, Jesus, how you have drawn me out of those waters in the past. I bet... Holy Spirit would show you something. As I reflected on my own life and the ways that God has intervened, thanks be to God, it was a nice list that I could choose from. I wanted to share one of the more dramatic stories. It was a few years ago, I was ministering to a 15-year-old who had gotten in a head-on-head collision in volleyball. And the very strange thing is, what was her, the real consequence of that was she wasn't able to speak anymore. She could understand. She was totally functional. She just couldn't talk. So she went and got checked out at the doctors. They ruled out concussion and brain damage and spinal injuries and all kinds of things. The very peculiar thing that made it seem even more like this was not a physiological issue so much as a spiritual issue when I went over to pray for her to receive her, hear, receive her speech back, she would go into an epileptic episode. She would start having a seizure right in front of me. And of course, when someone's having a seizure, what do you do? You call the ambulance. And so ambulance comes, takes her to the children's hospital. And that doesn't just happen once. That happens two times. And the next time after it happened, they, again, the doctors cleared her, MRI, nothing showing. So the third time I went over, I said, all right, we're going to go ahead and keep praying. It's going to seem kind of counterintuitive, but we're just going to push through. And so I started to pray. She goes into a seizure and we keep praying. The seizure subsides and little by little, she gets her speech back. Again, this sounds unbelievable, but it totally happened in this way. And as she started speaking, she wasn't just sharing normal things. She was sharing messages for each of the people in the room that was really a message from the Lord for that person. She was saying things about them that she really ought not to have known except if God had told her. And they were just words of consolation, of encouragement. And it got to the point where there was like seven people in the room and I was the only one who hadn't received a message. And so I said, did you receive a message and you just haven't told me yet? And She said, yes. And I'm like, well, I would love to hear what you received. And so keep in mind, 15-year-old teenage girl to her priest says, God says you've been doubting. And when you doubt, you try to do more. And he's inviting you to just rest. That cut me to the heart. No teenager has ever said to to me or to another priest that I know of, you don't really believe in God. You doubt 
It was something that only God could have given her, and it drew me out of this place of doubt and discouragement. Lord, why are you letting this happen? And I was starting to question other things as well, and I needed, I needed that little breakthrough, and it drew me out of the waters. Every time we come to Mass, Jesus is saying, I want to come into that darkness. I don't want it to have the final word. Jesus' response to our crosses and to our suffering is always the same response. It's his presence. His presence. I'm with you. Don't be afraid. I'm with you in this. And when we allow Jesus to come into the darkness, all of a sudden, as the Psalms say, dark, the night is not dark for you. And it becomes so much more bearable, comes so much more doable. We can't take away suffering and the cross from this life. But we can allow Jesus to come into it, to transform it, and perhaps to break its power over us. It's never Jesus' will that we lose our peace. It's never Jesus' will that we fall into despair. He came to break those powers over us. He came to give us all of the reason in the world to have faith, to trust and to hope despite the darkness that we might find ourselves in right now. So allow me to pray for us that Jesus, as he cast out demons and healed the sick, can break off those powers in us, especially as we receive him completely and all of his power in this Eucharist. Jesus, we thank you. You came to scatter the darkness because you are the light of the world. We ask you, Jesus, scatter the darkness of our minds and hearts right now. In Jesus' name, I break off and cast out the power of depression and anxiety, despair, hopelessness, helplessness, and self-destruction. Be gone in the name of Jesus. And I pour in now, in the precious blood of Jesus, a new spirit of faith, hope, and trust. Receive new hope in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we welcome you into the darkness, and with you, the night is not dark at all. Jesus, give us your peace, and as we receive you in this Eucharist, give us new hope. Amen.